What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the last resort edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Are you doing great? <laughs> Are you asking me or our friends? Hi, everyone. I'm doing, <laughs> I think I'm doing much better this episode, actually, because it was far less sexual. Okay. I only had to swallow my vomit, I think, twice. Look at you, you prude. <laughs> Which is a good record for this series. Yeah, this was, here's what I'll say, and I'll say this with love. This episode kind of felt like the junk drawer of the season. Oh, it the, was, mis- the miscellaneous? It was the miscellaneous drawers. <laughs> a lot of random stuff, kind of no rhyme, no reason, but like all good stuff. There were some coins, a Sharpie, maybe a vibrator in the back corner, right? <laughs> like it was a lot of random stuff that all somehow belonged in the same spot. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It was a combination of a miscellaneous drawer and a fun drawer. <laughs> I don't know if everyone has a fun drawer. If you guys don't have a fun drawer, <laughs> get a fun drawer. And it sounds way more fun than ours actually is. Ours is more of a, I was going to say a, a naughty, it's a party drawer. Yeah, it's a party drawer. Ours we have a, <laughs> a lot of koozies, a lot of random cigars. A lot of random cigars. There's a karaoke microphone or two in there. <laughs> a cigar cutter. A cigar cutter. Lighters. Yeah, it's a party drawer. It is. Some, some, um... The random cables to hook up like speakers, <laughs> yes. Bluetooth and otherwise. That's when John and I do karaoke night. Just the two of us. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> plug our mic into the Michael speaker. Michael! <laughs> and then we just sing all of our favorite songs to each other. <laughs> we serenade each other. Yeah. For hours do. at a time, shout out to Love is Blind after the altar. And the drunker we get, the more we fight over the microphone because we just want to sing all the time. It is kind of sad. <laughs> well, What's we, that? What are you talking about? It's like the best thing ever. I know. We get heated and we're like, you sang two. I'm going to sing two. And I'm like, well, I'm like, you did Bohemian Rhapsody. That's like a seven minute song. So I'm just going to do two, three minute songs. <laughs> what we need to do, we need to level up our system and get two microphones. Yeah. But then we'd have no one to perform to. We would just perform to the fridge. Well, sometimes we sing on one microphone together. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like when you need my help. That's very true. Or when I need your help. That's more like it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we have fun. It's okay to have fun, just the two of us. You and I. Who needs people? No. Um, yeah. So this was the <laughs> this was the fun drawer episode. The party this drawer. This was the party drawer episode. Yeah, it was. Um, it was good. I think it was good. Probably my least favorite episode so far. Yeah, I have to agree because, as you said, nothing really happened. Just kind of like a jumping around. But not a lot of action. Not a lot of action. Maybe set the stage. I think I think so. Maybe set the stage for a little drama between perhaps Asuelu and Kalani. Maybe set the stage for a little drama between Jovan and Yara. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe set the stage for a little drama or reconciliation between Molly and Kelly. We'll, we'll have to see. see. We'll have to see. Well, did you do the house cleaning just yet? No, you've been sitting here the entire time. <laughs> I sometimes, like, because you always do it, I almost, like, block it off. Oh, that's not good, Teresa. No, in a good way, because that's usually what you do. So I, I think of my stuff, what I want to say, how I want to approach this episode. You know, I, I strategize a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. while you do all that. Oh, boy. All so, right. Well, Teresa, 
strategize. <laughs> it's it's time for the business real quick. You guys know we're on Supercast. You guys know we're on Patreon. You guys know we're covering the other way over there. What a season. That episode after episode, new couple after new couple, it just keeps getting better. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that episode, join us on the Patreon or Supercast. Jump over to the Cousins Club level for audio only. Family Affair, you get the audio, you get the video, you get to watch us podcast and we do a monthly bonus on that family affair so check it out it's a good time patreon supercast patreon.com slash reality maryreality.supercast.com also on instagram we post some memes over there gotta get back into that we gotta get back i was just looking at it today and the last meme we've posted oh, was my say. very oh, very successful cat meme it wasn't that <laughs> successful, the one, the Barbie meme. The Barbie meme was very successful, and I, I just feel like the cat meme wasn't because we just posted it the following day. We should have give it, given it a little buffer, mm. and I feel like the it cat need, meme would have uh, would have exploded. It needed its own moment, mm-hmm. its own meowment. Nah, it didn't work. It needed its own moment. <laughs> trying to do a cat What are you trying to do? Yeah. Um, but it's okay. Check it out. They're on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We're on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. The memes are too. But really the reason we're over there is because that's the way we can talk to you guys. You can call in over there. You can share your thoughts. You can share possible by the ways with us. So follow us and message us. Yeah. And we chat. You guys know what's up. You talk to me all the time. And Keep it coming. John's just lurking in the background. <laughs> I'm a creep. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? You're the social media president and I let you. The social media president and CEO. Oh, wow. <laughs> she keeps promoting herself. What an empire she's building over there. What an empire. Last time I checked, we had about seven unread messages. So Ooh, that's, might, that's gone. You, you might get dethroned pretty soon. Well, I answered all the messages, by the <laughs> okay, way. So. Old news. I'll go back and I'll double check your work. Old news, Jonathan. Right. I'm sorry. Message us. <laughs> give give Teresa more work. Message us at Married to Reality Pod. Also, just make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. That means whenever we drop an episode, it'll come right to your device. You won't have to think about it. Oh, what day is it? What episode are they dropping? It'll come to your device as soon as we drop it. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot yes, as well as some more hat because there is nothing huh. else that was hot. But I have to say, this was the first time that Asuelo looked like he's over 20. I was going to say, him at the bar with that hat on, he exactly. actually he looked college aged. He did. He looked <laughs> like he just hit the drinking age. <laughs> he looked like he was out for his 21st birthday. And he also shaved that stupid mustache. I don't mind the mustache. No, that was horrible. But it looked like it's because his face is so, he looks like a child. Yeah. So. And he acts like one too. Yes, but it almost looks fake on him. It's like, oh, did you find it in your dad's fun drawer? No, that would be fun in the fun fun, party mustache. But he shaved it. He put the head on and I was like, strangely. Oh boy, watch yourself. He looks like a... 21, 22-year-old until right. he opened his mouth, but the hat was pretty cool. All right. Smash like it says hot as that hat. I want to get a check hat. 
All right, Smash Like is as hot as that. Samoa. <laughs> and last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. We love the reviews. We love when you guys write in. It makes our day. If you leave a five-star review, if you write something, we'll read it on the Monday podcast. Right now, it's the B90 podcast. So tune in and hear your review read. Yes. All right. That's the business. Let's do it. The reason we're here. 90 Day, The Last Resort, Season 1, Episode 5. Let's pick up where we left off with a little Molly and Kelly one-on-one session with Dr. Prendergast. Dr. Jason? Dr. Jason Prendergast. Oh, I don't even... You guys are on a first name name basis. All right. Please. DJ. The old friends. All right. So Kelly's distraught. He's upset. He doesn't like what Molly is saying. He kind of stormed off last episode. But he, he collects himself and he comes back. And he's crying. And Molly's like... I don't want to see you cry. I I don't want to. And she starts crying. And Kelly's just through his sobs. He's like, I love this lady. I love her. And I'm like, you guys are so broken because so you, go, broken. you go from one extreme to another. You hate each other one minute and then you love each other. But... This was a great thing to see for Dr. Jason because he thinks there is a small chance of reconciliation. I want to see, forget what you call him, Dr. Jason, Dr. Prendergast. I want to see his credentials because, yeah, he's he's saying, oh, you you guys hugged. That's progress. You're grasping for straws there. I don't need to be a doctor to see that this relationship is DOA. No, but I think he said there is a small chance because they are getting emotional, reacting to each other. Like Molly says, I don't want you to cry. Right. And he's like, I love you. And I think Dr. Jason cannot just say you two idiots, like just call it off. He can't say. No, he can't. They, <laughs> I, I'm so pretty he sure. Says there is a small chance. He's not saying, oh, you guys will be good. That would be BS. But he says, there is a small chance. You just need to put the work in, and that's up to you. Yeah. So he, I, I think his credentials are safe, Jonathan. All right. Okay. Well, he, he, can't, okay. he can't tell them to call it off because they called them in to take the place of Colton Larissa. So they're just thankful that there's. Two extra butts for those Adirondack no, chairs. No, Colton, Larissa, that doesn't exist Sorry, anymore. Sorry, Colton. Vanessa. Vanessa. You say Vanessa, I say Larissa. Um, I would love to see Colton, <laughs> Larissa. <can> you imagine? <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't know. I kind of watch this couple through that lens of, I don't, you guys aren't even supposed to be here. This is for show. But we got to play the game. And so Dr. Prendergast is. Well, I have to say something. If, like, considering that as you said, because I didn't know this, they're not supposed to even be there. They are the most emotional and it seemed to be a real issue couple out of all. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is my hypothesis because you look at all the other couples, they are still together. They have real issues that they need to work through and can work through. And so it makes sense for them to be there. Molly and Kelly were broken up. And, yeah, but and they're I bringing them like, back together, it seems like, to film. Well, yes, but maybe he did move to Georgia for her, and maybe he did want to see if it can be fixed. I don't think it can. I think they're just it's just too broken. But I can tell that he's having these real reactions to things. He was. He said, oh, I love this lady. I love her. This is Kelly talking about Molly. Molly didn't reciprocate. 
with those words. Oh, I don't, no. Right? So no. it's pretty it's, one-sided. It's She is mad at him more so than he's mad at her. And again, there's something that everyone's dancing around that has not been addressed on this episode or this season, which is, I would imagine, the Olivia drama I think or so. Olivia adjacent drama. So as a mom... I would imagine that she is very protective or going to take her daughter's side or whatever happened. We well, know. I don't think they have a relationship, really. Who? Molly, Molly and, and her daughter, yeah. Not that I know of, but again, you're always, I think you're always going to, your, your well, alliance is yeah, with your family. Of course. So I think maybe that's playing a large part in this, but again, we don't know the details. Long story short, Dr. Prendergrass asked them to go on a date. And they agree. They agree, yeah. So then we go to Small Ed and Liz. And uh, I don't think Small Ed needs floaties. I think he just floats. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to agree with you in, in not such an offensive way. I'll just say I think this is all for show. I think the whole floaty thing is a bit and it's going to make people talk and it's going to make him a circus performer or whatever he's going to say he is because – they didn't even swim, at least that we saw. They walked in and went up to their knees and they called it a day. But I think the floaties are for show. I I think he doesn't know how to swim well. I do think he pulls the floaties for the show, but I also don't think he goes and swims elsewhere. I think he can swim a little bit, but he does all this shit for, for exactly. the show, right? Everything is Everything is for attention. Yeah, so... Yes, I, I would agree with you on this, but I also agree that I don't think he can swim well. They didn't go swimming, at least that we they saw. They snorkeling. Did they? Oh, yeah. Why did I miss that? Yeah, they had those snorkeling things on. We didn't see it, though. Not really, just briefly. We didn't see it like the way, help me, Sheila and David. No, 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 no. no. It okay. was very brief. Uh, but yeah, he just put the floaties on and that was it. So then we see them on the beach just lying down, chatting. And they talk about their failed homework. Ew. They put the F in fail. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Classic small ad. He does one thing well and he thinks everything is forgiven. What's the good thing? What did he do well? He failed the homework. Okay. So that's but not good. But at least enjoyed it. Okay. That's unfortunately true. And he's like, so like, are you coming to Arkansas with me? Ah, <laughs> Kansas. Yeah. Have a go. Say it. Say like a pirate. Arkansas. This is, I got it. I got it. I'm back. Okay. I don't think that was right. And Liz is like, well, I need to see more effort. Like, well, let's see. You cannot just do one thing well. And then, oh, it's, we're back on track. And I'm glad she's like standing her ground a little bit. No, she's not. You're giving her way bit. too much credit. She's still weak in the knees from that bang sesh. Yeah. She's got that afterglow. That uh, small head afterglow. She's like, uh, oh, yeah, Arkansas, whatever you want. No. She's, she's, come on. Ew. Speaking of ew, we're going to see quickly Angela and Michael. And Angela wakes up. She's like, the ocean wasn't the only wet thing last night. I was wrong. I threw up my mouth way more than <laughs> twice. <laughs> now, you're reminding me. I, I still taste it, I think. It's, some of it stuck between my teeth. You yeah. didn't watch it? What do you mean? You forgot already about all this? I'm trying to forget. Okay. You're well. reminding me, unfortunately. Yes. She woke up. 
She was wearing her remote control vibrator. Michael Spinas. <sighs> yeah. Let's just call it what it is. No, let's not call it that. <laughs> I feel far more comfortable calling it her remote control vibrator. Oh, let's call it Michael's uh, long haul penis. Mm-mm. Long distance? Long haul? Isn't it like a flight? Uh-huh. No? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> well, that was kind of it. Well, Michael's I- like, how would you put it in when you're hanging out with the other couples? How about not, Michael? How about not? It was in a movie. What movie was it in? Oh, no. It was in another reality show. Oh! Uh, was it Elijah one? It was in, yeah, it was in one of maths. Yeah. Oh, was it Elijah? no, it wasn't no. Elijah one. I forget who it was. I forget his name, but they got the sex swing, right? Oh, yeah. Well, it was some of the San Diego guys, no? Was it? Oh. <sighs> Too much TV. But yeah, she wore it out to dinner. Oh, I like, oh, I know who. It's San Diego. She was like very rich and successful. She wore it out to the yeah. group dinner? Yeah. Oh. And he was the guy who. Did her name begin with a K? I don't know. They lived in San Diego. He lived in an apartment. She just bought a house. Yeah. Uh, Starsha and Nate. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking I knew it. K is for I'm Kristen. I'm so good at maths. Kristen and Mitch. Now, uh, please. Yeah. No, there Mitch was no would sexuality. Not, uh, <laughs> Mitch would not do that unless it was recycled. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Anyways, that's that's who did it. But now Michael's like, why don't you put it? Why don't you put that in your coochie when you go <laughs> hang out? When you go hang out with the other couples. And I'm surprised she didn't. She put it in her top. She put yeah. it. In, she's like, oh yeah, I'll put it in my top. You love sucking on my boobies, Michael. I'll put it in my top. <laughs> you did watch it. It's very disturbing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so that happens, and then we cut to Molly and Kelly. They're having their date on the beach. They're doing, they're bowling with a coconut. Yeah, I kind of liked it, but they're really bad at it. It's, I don't think you can be good at it. It's just so random. It's so much is out of your control. Although Molly nailed the strike right off the bat. But coconuts are not perfectly round. So it's going to hit a rock or something's going to bounce all over the place. Yeah, that's the fun. And they seem to be having fun for a moment. Yeah. Until they go to on the pier and they started chatting and doing the homework, which was talk about what turns you on and off. Talk about what turns you on and off. Molly, I think, just starts right in with the turn offs. She was yeah. she was coming in a little rude, coming in a little hot, just saying, oh, you're boring. When it comes to sex, you're boring. I want to explore. We went to the toy store. I want to feel desired. Since you moved to Georgia, I don't feel that way. And then she adds more to it. She's like, yeah, you never want to talk about anything. You don't want to talk about your trauma. You don't want to talk about your retirement or whatever, like leaving the NYPD. Like You don't want to talk about anything. And Kelly, again, has this real reaction where, where he tells the cameras, I just need a moment. And he like walks away. Kelly is not cut out for reality TV. Absolutely he, fucking not. He, and maybe in a different relationship or a different point in the relationship, he would be, but he's not ready to get vulnerable in front of America, especially when it comes to the bedroom, when it comes to his relationship, when it comes to his job. 
he was a New York City cop. Yeah. He's he's got so much pride, right? He's a he's a tough guy. He's been through a lot. He's seen a lot. He doesn't want to get vulnerable and emotional on television. He doesn't want to talk about him in the bedroom. No, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be critiqued. He doesn't want Molly to be pointing out his weaknesses. So, kudos to him for doing it and getting emotional and vulnerable. But he's—I don't think he's willing to really go where he needs to go to satisfy Molly in this environment. I agree. I again. I'm not fully familiar with what happened. I know he did or said something shitty. But at the same time, I feel like out of all these people, yes, he's not ready to be a, what is it, a reality TV star. He's not ready to do all the shit they all do because um, that's just not who he is. And it's getting to him because out of all these people, I feel like his reactions are very real. Yeah. Oh, completely. Because... This is still new to him. This is not Angela who's been on season after season or even Jovin, Yara, Kalani, and Asuelo. This is pretty fresh for him. And I think it's a lot all at once. And now, especially not just him and Molly dealing with their issues, you add in a cast of characters like Yara and Angela, and it's even more to deal with. Plus, a lot of these guys now live off of their fame, right? Molly has her own business. Angela, I don't even know what she does. I think she mentioned that she works she, at a jail. I think so. I think she's just getting ready when she goes there one day, She's I guess. making friends. <laughs> <laughs> but I think a lot of them kind of establish themselves and make money elsewhere. I think he still probably wants to do a regular people job, No, right? I think he's he's got his pension. I think he's probably good, and that's... He's Pro- in his 40s. I don't think he's good. I think I think he retired. I think he has his pension. I'm telling you, if he started when he was 20, he could have his pension. And yeah, but I don't think you want to stay home and do nothing when you're 40-something. I, I think that's exactly what he wants to do, and I think that's the issue that Molly has with him. Is Maybe. He seems to be checked out and just want to sit home and watch reality TV. I feel seen, but <laughs> but Molly's not happy with that. Yeah, well, he comes back and he tells her, like, I just feel attacked by you. And all I want you to do is, like, to meet me halfway. Like, let's meet halfway. Let's work on ourselves. And she agrees with him. And they hug. Yeah. But what I'm saying Progress. is, like, they go on all these, like, up and downs, right? They're, like, on the roller coaster. And I hate to use this reference because it's so cheesy. It's like, ah, it's, it's been a roller coaster. I hate it. This is so maths. I don't know maths. Why you hate it so much. It's so cheesy. But they are on the roller coaster. And I don't know if they will ever get off. Mm. <laughs> right? I guess. Unless they just end it, they're going to be done, run out of tickets. Like, we're done. We're leaving. We're leaving this uh, fun place. Where where do you see roller coasters? Amusement parks. Amusement parks, thank you. And they're going to be done with the relationship. But if they stay in it, I don't think they will ever be on top. No, I, I don't think so either. Again, I don't think they're right for each other. I think they've had to deal with too much shit. They're not reconciling. Yeah, it's up and down. It's not good. People are getting nauseous. Mainly me. (laughs) And I want to get off the ride, but hey, it's up to them. 
Well, then we have a quick, quick glance on Jovi and Yara, who also failed the homework. Hmm. But it was Yara's fault, apparently, because she was being sexual. Yeah. Just teasing Jovi, and well, he gave in, and so did she. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even write that part down. I'm just writing who who did the homework and who failed. Wow, and so far... T- you're, you're such a child of teachers. <laughs> you're, taking, <laughs> you're taking attendance, you're grading homework. Well, so Everyone's far, failing. everyone failed, but Kalani and Azuelu. Oh, boy. Speaking of, Kalani did it twice. Such a good student. Here's the issue. And I kind of had the same issue last episode. They're talking about it in front of the kids. And I know they're using code words, but... You brought your sister there. Why don't you clock in and take the kids so then you can talk about your homework without two little kids running well, around? they're using the code word, so I'm okay with that. I guess, but it, still. It, for some reason, it feels icky to me. Yeah, but there's still little enough that they're not going to follow up. If that was a 10-year-old, you would be like, Mom, what kind of a homework did you do? I mean, Tell how, me more. Like, what's going on? Kids aren't two. No, but they're still small. I know, but Oswald was like, yeah, when I did my homework, I guess he was talking to the camera maybe. He said, I said, I thought about Kalani, her armpits, her other smells. Yeah, I think maybe he that talked was the to camera. the camera. I, I don't know. I, I hope, hope so. so. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. I, I hope so. But then he asked Kalani, did you think about the hall pass when you did your homework? And she said, no. Liar. <laughs> We've like determined her nose is just growing and growing. A lie. Yeah, she's like, well, we haven't been in contact, so so I haven't thought about him. And right there, I knew it was a lie. Oh because yeah. Why would you need to be in contact to think about someone? Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of a memory is that it's from the past and you're thinking about it. So when yeah. she said that, I was like, that's a lie. So they. I, I'm going to consider her. I'm not going to give her a passing grade. No. I'll give, I'm not going to give Vasuelo a passing grade either because <laughs> I don't know what that was that he did. I think I'm going to give her A for an effort because he tried from what we saw last time. Vasuelo gets an A for effort. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think this is probably a good place to take a break, collect myself because whew, when we come back, we're going to do a little past life regression. <laughs> okay. Very curious about this. So we'll take a quick break, tell you about the sponsors for this episode, and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, hello, Jonathan. Hello, hello. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it interesting. Please. I think you're succeeding. Well, as you said, past life regression with PD, a.k.a. Jenny lookalike. I'm so glad this was addressed because when you bring something like this to our screens, it just makes it all more believable. I'm just happy that Jenny and Summit are not at the retreat because Summit will be very confused. Be very confused. <laughs> very confused because they did this. So Small brings it up. And they did this side-by-side photo of Petey and Jenny. And I literally, for a second, I'm like, wait, who's, who's who? Who's who? Yeah. But it's I'm, wild. But I'm glad this was addressed because we've been sitting there for four episodes thinking it. Yes. And for them to be able to address it, you go, okay, this is real life. Because 
they don't have to pretend like, oh, don't don't act. Don't bring up the fact that Petey looks like Jenny. We, we can't we can't let people even think about other seasons. It's like, no, this is one big universe. Yes, Petey looks like Jenny. Yes, Ed and Liz were all of us in that moment because we've all said it and thought it and posted about it. And so it just for some reason, it, I felt like it brought a little more authenticity mm-hmm. to this show that they did address it. I love the name Petey. No. You don't like it? No. It's so fun. PD. I don't like it for a girl. I don't like it for a guy. Not for a guy. Ew. Oh. PD for a girl. Okay. Nah, not for me. What well, do you let's think talk her, about this past life What do you think regression? her real name is? PD. You think that's her full name? Yes. I don't think so. It's absolutely her full name. Okay. What else would it be? I don't know. Petra? That's check name. Eh, there's other Petras. Petra would be Petya. Or Petey. No. All right. Let's talk about past life regression. Um, maybe she was a Petra in her past life. Yeah, well, we know we don't know what she was in the past life, but we do know what small Ed was in his past life. Yeah, Petey tells them that I channel a spirit and I can find childhood trauma through this. And so basically we go back to a past life and... Through hypnosis, you will connect with that past life and you'll tell us what you feel and what you experience. So she does this for Ed. Liz leaves the room. Do you believe in this? In this particular session? Yes. No. I believe in this as a therapy, perhaps. I believe in hypnosis. I don't believe what Ed did. I'm kind of, I do believe in hypnosis too. I'm kind of on an edge with Ed because I feel like I don't think he can keep a straight face. And I feel Hmm. like if he was trying to joke or make shit up, I don't think he would be able to be so calm about it. This was very reminiscent to me of Goodwill Hunting. When Matt Damon, Robin Williams, they're in... Or no, maybe it wasn't. Was it Rob Williams? Matt Damon was in therapy. He was being hypnotized. He was supposed to go back and relive something. And he starts getting super emotional. But then he ends up standing up and singing. And it was all an act. And I was kind of waiting for Ed to do that. And maybe that's kind of why I don't believe it is because there was hints of that scene in this scene. But I believe it as a therapy. I don't know much about it, but hypnosis, of course. I think my dad hypnotized my sister. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. I don't know if I would trust your dad. Rachel Collin. But uh, I believe in hypnosis. Past life regression. Sure, why not? What Ed did, I don't know. And the main reason I am skeptical is because I know for hypnosis to work, it's got to be a pretty controlled environment. You really got to give yourself away the the therapist and the patient have to make a real connection. And I find that would probably be difficult surrounded by lights and cameras and sound guys. So yeah. that's I, the only reason I, I question it. I'm with you. Remember we watched that show on HBO about Candy Montgomery? Sure. She was getting hypnotized oh, yeah. because they wanted to prove that she has past life, not past no, life, but childhood, childhood trauma. trauma. Yeah. And then so they could bring it to the court. And that's how she that was. I think it was like a key point of her not being convicted of killing the other lady. Spoiler alert. 
Well, we all know the story of Candy Montgomery. She, do still now. Lives, she lives in Georgia. We do now. Yeah. Anyways, Dr. Petey hypnotizes a small lad, instructs his soul to go back to a past life. And at first, he just starts snoring. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of going to be the end of the scene. I thought he was, was going to fall asleep and that's it. But Petey's like, tell me what you see. And Ed says, I've been here before. I have a leprechaun costume on. And Petey's like, do you know what year it is? And he goes, 1669. I'm a dwarf, like a performer in a circus. They would hang me upside down in metal shoes, and I'd spin and entertain people, and people would laugh. I was a lonely performer, and then they threw me in a hole. They threw me away. <laughs> Petey's like, what does that mean? And Small, it's like, means I'm not loved. That's why I'm kind of trying to figure out if this is real or not. I get it. It's probably not because, as you said, all the cameras and lights and additional people in the room that yeah. there shouldn't be there. But at the same time, if he was making this up, he could have come up with anything. This kind of makes it, I almost feel like, you know, if he said, oh, I was a king, I was a lonely king or something, but this doesn't make him feel or seem like, oh, I had a great past life, right? Like how he would, because I feel like he always is trying to be the best or flex or do something. Well, he's overcompensating in real life to make up for his current situation, but- He didn't know about this until now. What do you, no, I'm, what do you mean? He didn't know that he was a leprechaun in metal shoes. But this is a little on the nose to me. He's really not taking that- big of a leap in a past life why would he have to be a leprechaun why would he have to be a dwarf why would he have to be an entertainer in a past life couldn't you be anything he's paralleling his current life Ooh, that's a good one i think he made it up that's what i'm <laughs> right in the past life you sure you could have been 10 feet tall and been king of wherever you want to be the king right like he's this is too similar to me also that, yeah I don't think that is past life. Okay. Well, I don't believe we're being reborn. Reincarnated? Yeah. Do you? No. I don't think so. I think people we, we can look like our ancestors because it's all in the genes. We can have maybe similar personalities, I guess. But I don't think you can go back to your past life because I don't buy that. How long? Because... We've been on Earth for thousands of years. How far would you have to go? Yeah, I also wonder, could you believe in ghosts if you believe in past lives? Because wouldn't your soul go into something else and then you wouldn't have a, there wouldn't be a ghost? Exactly. I believe in ghosts. I believe in ghosts now. We've told the story. But yeah, if I'm, if I'm believing in ghosts, I don't know if I could believe in a past life. Because, I don't well, believe in past life. The soul is living as a ghost. In a certain space. I believe in ghosts. Call yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> Call in. Um, so then Petey brings Smollett back to his current body. He wakes up and Smollett says, I remember everything. I was awake, but I was asleep. And Petey's like, look at you. Your past life, you were a leprechaun. And you were, <laughs> you were discarded. But this this life, just look at your path. And you found love. And I think what she's saying is, oh, in your past life, you were an entertainer. Mm. And you were discarded. You were thrown away. 
she danced around the fact, but I'm putting two and two together here. I, I think she's saying you chose a life currently as an entertainer, and now you found love. Yeah, I guess. I don't think he found love. I think, well, I guess she loves him yeah, a little bit. Found Liz. I don't know if you found love. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this, but uh, also leprechauns are not real, so I'm not sure how he was a leprechaun. That's a good point. Right? I mean, what, he was he running around Ireland with a pot of gold? That's a good point. Yeah. Well, he found his next tattoo, he said. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a tattoo of himself on one leg and a tattoo of his leprechaun self on another leg. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good luck with that. Yeah. So, okay. That was that. Then we cut to the, the boys on bikes, the biker gang. The biker gang, Asuel, Kelly, and Jovi riding bicycles around because Jovi says the keys are fun. A lot of strip clubs. Well, Asuel asked them to go out for a drink. He wants some guy's time. Mm -hmm. And so they hit the road. They end up at Sparky's Landing Bar. Vodka and water's all around. Yes. Asuel socks his down i don't know or i don't think he drinks a lot he doesn't so look either. like it i don't think so either but, but he, he was, drinks now he was having fun and they're talking and jovi asks kelly how things are going and kelly says "Ah, eh, rough kind of broke down but we're starting to communicate again and everyone sees hope in molly and kelly and i don't know if they're just reading the script or if they feel like well i I'm not the one to tell him to break up, so I'll just say I see hope. I think that's what it is because you would never tell your friend like, oh, you guys are doomed. Dude, just I've, move on. I've done it before. Really? Too? Oh, I'm not going to say on the podcast. but Say it in a code. Mm, I, don't, him, I don't get I'm it. give him the code. All right, well, I'll tell you <laughs> off there. But I've definitely been like, I don't know, and I've given past life examples. Um, Has and, anyone ever given this advice to you? I don't think so. I don't think so. Better not about me. No. Or I'll find them. Definitely not about <laughs> you. But I've definitely been like, oh, yeah, I've been in relationships that were similar. And once I left, things got so much better. I found who I was supposed to be with. And so I don't know if I was ever like, oh, you should break up. But I gave, I think I gave a little nudge. They didn't, they didn't take me up on it. Well, your sister apparently gave you an advice, but I you don't, don't recall. I don't recall. That. Everyone's giving you the advice now about your past life. Yeah, well, once love you, about BT. Before Therese. Yes. Yeah, well, once you break up with that person, it's easier to be like, yeah, I never thought you should be with them. But while you're with them, it's very hard to do that's, that. That's what I said, too. About what? That's what I told your sister. Uh, we talked about someone else that we all know. And I said, I think it's very hard to tell your friend or your family member that they're dating someone who sucks. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. This is getting a little too inside. I think people might be getting confused, but let's bring it back. I'm confused, so let's yeah. talk about this. Let's bring it back. Kelly asks about Jovi and Yara, and Asuel was like, yeah, did you guys cuddle or did you do more? And Jovi's like, she tested me. She came out of the bathroom looking all sexy. And Asuel was like, when I grow up, I want to be like you. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're like three years younger. But at least he can admit he needs to grow up. Yeah. I know he said it as a joke, but it's like, yeah, man, you do need to grow up. Yes. Joey's like, Asuelo, did you choke your chicken? Asuelo goes, Ew. twice. <laughs> Everyone's doing their homework twice over here. Well, they're Double not getting it the regular way, so. Double check on their work. And so speaking about choking your chicken, 
Joby's like, Asuelo, you've never been to a strip club, right? And Asuelo goes, no, but this is boys' time, so I want to go. Yes, and Joby's like, I have to show Asuelo the, the American way. This is not good, Asuelo. This, if you really want to get back with your wife, you need to be on your best behavior. I also feel like he may be sensing something because from what we know, I don't think that is a hope for them. So mm-hmm. he might as well have fun with the boys. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then the boys are doing their thing. The girls are on the beach. Yara and Kalani are relaxing by the beach with some cocktails when all of a sudden Hurricane Angela blows in. Yes. She's like, nice boobs, ladies. What an entrance. <laughs> and you can tell that Yara is like, oh, fuck. No, Yara's not happy to see her. Yara's no. like, imagine you go to bed 2 a.m., some lady comes in with a boombox and wakes you <laughs> up, then shows me a video with my husband licking her cheek. <laughs> and Kalani's like, Angela, you're being wild. Like, take it easy. <laughs> and Yara's like, I'm just protecting my boundaries. Never do it again. And I love it because I think Angela thinks that she's very intimidating. But she Yara is. doesn't care. Oh, she is. I know. But Yara doesn't give a shit. She's just like, don't do it. And I almost fe- feel like I saw this respect in Angela's eyes for Yara. Did you see that? Well, Because she's like, cheers to that. Yara's got a spine. Yara has confidence. And Correct. it takes confidence to stand up to Angela and I sure I think Angela respects that Angela it's not fun for a bully I don't think it's fun to continually pick on someone who is easy to push over you want to you want to have a fair fight and so I think Angela sees a worthy competitor in Yar and she probably respects that yes and so she feels like they're friends now it's not the only thing she feels well Something's vibrating. Oh, boy. All it's of a sudden, Michael's penis. All of a sudden, Angela just starts twitching. And Connie's <laughs> like, is it a bug? Is it a bug? And Angela's like, it's Michael's penis. He's thinking of me. <laughs> and she, she starts chasing Yara around with this Ew. dirty used vibrator. Especially if you, if you, if you watch this. That thing has been everywhere. Stop in her it. vagina. Stop it. On Michael's stand. <laughs> on, literally on her boobs. Just laying around. So this thing is like dirty. Dirty. And she chases Yara uh. with it. Luckily, all her smoking is not really helping. So she needs to <laughs> stop. And they go back to their seats. And let's talk about Kalani's homework for a minute. Yara. She's the one who did not fail. Yara asks how Kalani's masturbatory homework was. And she's like, oh, I did it. Did my homework twice. And Angela wants to know, who are you thinking of? Well, Kalani says she has a couple of home videos. Oh, yeah. Angela's like, Asuelu? And then Kalani just shakes her head. No. Yep. And she's like, I feel guilty for lying to Asuelu. But she says, and I get this, after he was, he cheated on her, she's like, I can't, I can't find him sexually attractive anymore because all I see is him with some other woman because yeah. he started this whole thing. And now she tasted something else. And I think it's just hard for her. I think if she just cheated, I think 
and he said, you know what, let's work on our relationship, get back together. I think she would be able to, but because he cheated first and he started this whole thing, I don't think she can get over over it, especially because he's the first guy she's ever had sex with and everything. He just hurt her and she's done. Yeah. She can try to work on this, sure, but she's done. These two, Kalani and Asuelu, they could have their own season of The Last Resort. They have real work that oh needs, my gosh. needs to be done. We need Kalani to pull up the video and Asuelu to delete the video. Like It can't just be block the hall pass. We need to give Asuelu the... Okay, you can press delete. Okay, empty the trash. Okay. <laughs> like, there's a lot of things yeah. that that Asuelo needs to delete from Kalani's phone if this is gonna work. Yep. I don't. Whew, I don't. I don't know if they can come back. I don't think so. I'm telling you, I would not come back if you cheated on me. That would be it for me. No, and then okay, say you could because there's kids, and all right, I'll give you this one time, one time only. And then you find out, oh, she was just masturbating to this guy's photo or this guy's videos. It's like, when's it gonna stop? Right? Never. That's the thing. I don't think they can fix this. They have kids, they'll have shared custody or whatever. It'll be fine. It happens. People do get a divorce with kids. And that will be it because they cannot come back. She cannot come back. He can. I think he would. He would forget about her whole past and all this, but she can't. Yeah, there'll be zero trust for a multitude of reasons. But primarily, I feel like people don't trust other people when they know they're not trustworthy themselves. Kalani True. knows she's not trustworthy. She's over here doing her homework watching videos of Mr. Hall Pass. She knows she can't be trusted, so she's never going to trust Asuelu. Also, she took that Hall Pass very seriously. I mean, making sex videos. Oh, she started a relationship with this guy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think I said it episode one. There is, disclaimer, there is a fine print underneath the Hall Pass that says, this Hall Pass is good for one BJ or one bang, and that's it. She violated the terms of the hall pass. She started a relationship with this guy. Well, I think if there was no hall pass, they, w- they would have broken up. Well, then I think would, the hall yeah, pass was a way, the hall pass was a way for Azuelo to try and get her back. Be like, hey, like I did it, you, you, do, you do it, and then we can get past it. Yeah. They yeah. would have been so done on the spot, I believe, because... No one wants to be cheated on. No, they thought, okay, this will level the playing field. But there is no there is no tit for tat. It's not equal. There's no way you can make it perfectly equal. You're always going to try to get one up on the other person to feel like you won. Of course. Kalani took it too far. And I think we'll see the demise of the relationship because of it. Yeah, but I think she had all the rights to do it because no, she don't. wasn't the one who started this. I mean, she does, but again, there's disclaimer to the whole. Once past. a cheater, always a cheater. He cheated. Once that a cheater, would be always it. a cheater on that person. That's my, that's my theory. Uh, all right, even even once better, he, once even che- better. Yes, if he cheated on Kalani once, he'll cheat on her again. Yeah. But it doesn't mean if he started a relationship with Kalini. That he would cheat on Kalini. It just means he would cheat on Kalani again. Yeah. Once a cheater, always a cheater on that person. All right. All right. 
That's that was the fun drawer. That was the party drawer. Episode. That was the wild and dirty party drawer. It was all over the place. What an episode. <laughs> You're right. I, I threw up my mouth quite a few more times than just yep, two. I told you. Thank you for the reminder. You're welcome. I need to go brush my teeth. But before <laughs> we do, we'll close it out with this. We're on Patreon. We're on Supercast. If you want more content, you want more coverage, we're covering the other way over there. MarriedToReality.Supercast.com or Patreon.com slash MarriedToReality. It's a good time. We're loving it. We're also on Instagram at MarriedToRealityPod. So message us there. Call in over there. Let us know your thoughts on this season. Are you guys loving it? Are you really loving it? Are you hoping there's a season two? We are. We are. So call and let us know on Instagram at MarriedToRealityPod. Also follow us wherever you're listening. That way, whenever we drop an episode on the free feed, they'll get it right to your device. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys. Smash like it is hot. Is the weather? Because it's been really uh, hot in Florida. Oh, boy. There I mean, are. what should I say? Michael's penis? There we are. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. You could say as hot as that beach bar that the boys went to, as hot as those cruisers that they took to the beach bar. Nah. As hot as... Well, let's leave it at the Florida weather. As hot as leprechauns in 1669. No, please. All right, as hot as the weather. Nothing related to small ass. All right, very true. Smash like it's as hot as the weather. And last but not least, if you haven't left the review, please do. You guys know we're suckers for a little love. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on the Monday podcast. Yes. All right, that is it. That is The Last Resort, episode five. Woo! I think I've said it all. You said I've said it all. You sure have. It means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.